Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. You know the professional financial professionals at First Security are big fans of Arkansas. That's why they're Arkansas-owned and Arkansas-focused. They try to take care of communities just like they take care of business. As Arkansas's community bank, First Security helps people make life better for themselves and for other Arkansans. They focus on helping, making our community stronger. Every dollar that stays in the community helps the community do things like new homes and businesses so other people can have better lives. If you want your banking dollars to do more good, check out First Security at fsbank.com today. That's First Security Bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. Joined now by Kevin Bohannon, our baseball insider. Uh, Kevin, finally some baseball is being played. Mother Nature is finally cooperating but you better get the games in today because it looks like rain is on its way tomorrow that's right <laughs> yeah uh mother nature tends to and at least it's on wednesday because not many teams play on wednesday that seems to be the day of the week where the fewest number of games are played give teams a break during the week uh, but yeah you got conference play starting up all across the state and of course you got the Little Rock Trojans making the track up to Fayetteville for a game today and hopefully for a game tomorrow. Uh, but, yeah, we're really excited. And, Randy, it's hard to believe we're only a month away from postseason play starting in classes wow. 1A through 4A. Wow. That doesn't that doesn't seem right. All right, let's, uh, let's check back in with Pete real quick. Pete's been holding. Pete, thank you for holding. Hey. Welcome back. Yeah, I'll just put a, I'll put a cap on what I was talking about. Look, Kevin – uh, get going, but uh, yeah, I, I just think it's interesting. We're, you know, this is uh, just an electric year for for us for Hogs recruiting. Um, we, I think, a lot of us saw the the trend. You know, when Musk got here and and his unique styles and his hard work and his recruiting prowess. Um, and I think we may yet to hear of a maybe a one or two other transfers coming in. I didn't think we were going to get Anthony Black, but that just makes it crazy. But the, So I don't often look at recruiting. I don't often just look at the other schools that do the recruiting, but I did the other day, and I'm, again, fascinated by as great, as generational as this Arkansas recruiting class is, and it puts things in perspective. The likes of Calipari, you know, or Coach K or Self at Kansas or, uh, you know, North Carolina, they have this problem. They have this excitement um, or this responsibility, you know, almost every year. I mean, it, it's, it's crazy to think uh, that, you know, uh, the differences in great coaches. You know, Mark Few, I think, is just a, one of the top coaches in the country, has been. And um, doesn't always, you know, it's not a great place to play in Gonzaga. But then you you compare and contrast that with our great recruiting, you know, year so far. 
And then you sit back and look at Calipari, and no disrespect, really, and Duke and Coach K, and just, you know, they turn away four stars, you know, yearly. They may occasionally turn away a, a five-star. Or a, it, uh, I'm fascinated by that, you know. And one other observation, when I went and looked the other night, or last night, at the recruiting versus the championships, absolutely, positively, that doesn't guarantee you any championship, you know. Um, Duke's had a couple since 2010. Uh, Villanova's had two. Um, you know, the thing that I saw when Florida won those in 2006-2007 was just that. They won two in a row, and so who knows? You know, if you do get the class, it uh, doesn't guarantee you you'll get out of the you know, round of 16. But if you do get B class or A superior class, maybe you put up a, a couple of years and string them together, which is exactly what Florida did. So uh, we'll see, but we've got to stay grounded here because uh, other schools have these types of recruiting or near recruiting classes and, you know, sometimes they're booted out of the first round. So it's an exciting time, I'm, and I I'm, uh, can't wait to watch. Thanks. Well, I think the one-and-done kind of throws a kink into the longevity anymore yeah. of having the ability to put multiple things together. Yeah, that's that's right. what is making the run by Duke, Kansas, um, Kentucky, and others. Of course, Kentucky hadn't been holding up their part lately. But anyway, the point I'm making is it, it's uh, there. there is a fascinating article, Kevin and um, Rick, and this was on The Athletic, uh, the headline was, this is concerning football. How many elite classes does it take to catch Alabama? And <laughs> yeah, a lot. Now you think about it. That's it takes the at answer, least four. a laugh. Yeah. It, takes, yeah. it takes at least four in football. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's just one. Is it two in basketball? But the problem is, okay, you get this elite class. What happens after next year if it happens where Anthony Black, Jordan Walsh, and Nick Smith Jr. are one and dones? So the majority, the bulk, all, all three of your five stars are gone. But then the thought of maybe putting together that magical three- or four-year run is not happening. Now, no, but what, you would hope, to, what you would hope is you, others, you'd yeah. have the framework exactly. Yeah in place, just like you were talking about, Rick, if Tony comes back, if Note comes back, Jalen Williams comes back, Devo Davis comes back, combine that with the incoming class, now maybe you got a chance to really make a serious run at a Final Four and maybe a national championship. But But again, that's that's probably going to be a one-year deal, and then you're going to turn around and you hope the framework that you got left over, whether it be a a Ford, opinion, whoever else that you can yeah. continue to build around, add pieces yeah. to that. Dunning, and now, a kid from Alabama, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, think and, about uh, it. Dunning. What you just said, if you get all three of your five stars are one and dones, Jalen Williams will be a junior next year, and that might be his last year. Note, sure. if he comes back, that would definitely be his last year. You might get Devo, Devo Davis for a senior year, but he might be the only one of those guys back the next <laughs> year. Right. Yeah. So, and, and that's where culture comes into play. 
And the knock on Coach Musselman was he can't recruit high school kids. Correct. Well, we saw that when he brought in this recent class with K.K. Robinson, Devo, Jalen, yeah. and Moses Moody, right. that he could, yeah. but it's what's available to him. I think that's the genius behind Eric Musselman is he can look into the future and see, okay, well, this is how it's going to stack up here. This is what we need to go after. We're going to get this specific type of player to fit our culture and our system. This coming up in 2022 – it's a plethora of high school kids. So how quick can they buy in? How quick can they gel with the guys that are there, the Jalen Williams, the Devo Davises? How quick can they gel with that to make the chemistry to have the potential to go with an Elite Eight run or a Final Four run? And then then you got to catch the right bracket, uh, the right place on the bracket. I mean, there's yeah, that's, so many what, that, that, that's I mean, when luck comes in. <laughs> yeah, once you, once you get yeah. to that particular point, then there's so many other things that come into play. Uh, Kevin, the um, in the SB Super Seven poll in Class Six A is Bentonville Harbor. Is that the uh, the new wanted man on the block? Well, coming into yesterday, I would have said yes. And then Fort Smith Southside uh, defeated Bentonville four to three. Uh, Springdale Harbor had a really good spring break. They went down to the Orange Beach uh, Gulf Coast Classic. They played the number one team or number four team in the nation, IMG Academy. They only lost four to two. They did defeat Houston County from Georgia, who was the defending 6A state champion. Uh, so they went one and two on spring break, but they had some good competition. They played some high-level teams. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's the West right now. Rogers has looked really good. Bentonville West has looked good. The team from the Central to watch out for is Catholic. They've got a squad, and I know we talked about them last week, uh, with Lucas Greer, Camden Tanner, and Cade Cartwright. Luke George is their catcher. They're a team that's going to be really tough out of that 6A Central. And then teams like Rogers Heritage, who are really young, uh, haven't really done a whole lot in the playoffs lately. They're a team that might sneak up on somebody. But there's a lot of talent. It's spread out. So you're going to see during these home-and-home series in the 6A West, like, Springdale Harbor and Springdale are playing today at Springdale, and then they'll play at Harbor tomorrow. Uh, you get a lot of information really quick in the 6A West. And in 5A, it looks like Van Buren has taken over the top spot. Yeah, Van Buren went 2-1, and one, or 2-0 last week. They only played two games. They lost their conference opener to Greenbrier. Uh, Jordan Husky threw really well for the Panthers that night. Uh, speaking of Panthers, Benton is nine or ten and zero on the year. They won a non-conference game yesterday. They're sitting at two and zero. Jonesboro, they're getting things back together. Uh, Sheridan, they'll get back in uh, conference play this week. Batesville struggled last week, Randy. Uh, their bats seemed to stay in Batesville when they went down to the Gulf Coast. They, uh, pitching and defense was okay, but they did lose North Little Rock nine to one. Committed five errors that game. Uh, the hot team in 5A right now is El Dorado behind Austin Job. He's a Crowder Juco commit, uh, really good on the mound. They beat Nashville yesterday 10 to nothing, and they beat Magnolia in the finals of the Magnolia tournament 10 to nothing. So they're really hot right now. El Dorado's making a lot of noise. Wow. All right, uh, let's check in with Steve. Steve, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hello, gentlemen. What's up, buddy? Uh, Randy, I wouldn't uh, want to take an NIL from, deal from Rick because I would probably get a hamburger <laughs> and maybe a Coke. And maybe a $50, you know, a month to go in my pocket for spending money. 
I said I thought it might eight to ten thousand dollars. Was that that's that's better than a hamburger and a coke? Come oh, on. okay. Hey. But uh, anyway, I like the way Anthony Black did his announcement yesterday, last night, because he rolled that cooler out there and he raised the lid and pulled the uh, Powerade bottle out, and it was yeah, red, it but he well. never would show. And then he showed the Razorback uh, deal he had plastered on the front, and he had his cap on. And did you see the sign that Jordan and Nick had when he made his announcement? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Welcome to the family. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was asked, the question what made him choose Arkansas and he said it was the coaching staff and the atmosphere now was it a power and you know bottle? we've got some yep, great was. coaches was. at least you it know, looked like a power aid if it was a power aid bottle maybe he'll be lobbying that's a coca-cola product so maybe that's part <laughs> of the deal <laughs> yeah they changed back said, to coca-cola well, <laughs> and he they also the said logo we're going to yeah. win a lot he said, all yeah. we're going to do is win. Yeah. Well, I hope he's so, right. Uh, That's the plan. I mean, the thing I like about this incoming class, each one of these kids bring a different playing level. But they all can shoot the ball. Which is something we missed this year. Yeah. But, right. uh, you know, it's going to be fun. And our baseball team is going to take off, and we're going to be good. And Stan, they're not going to peak just yet. <laughs> Bye, guys. See you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> All right, Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater, joined again by our baseball insider, Kevin Bohannon. You mentioned how hot the El Dorado Wildcats are a moment ago. Kevin, they are 11-2. and two. Then I slip down to class 4A, and the team that is lurking to me sets at number two. I realize Valley View, you have number one at 10 and two. Look out for those Lone Oak Jackrabbits. Yeah, Randy, it's the year of the color purple, evidently, and the mm. <laughs> Lone Oaks played really well. They had the, the one defeat came at the hands of Joe T. Robinson uh, to start conference play, but they are three and one in that class. Uh, 4A Conference 5. Uh, they're so loaded. Cole Spears, the University of Arkansas commit, 6'2", 205. He's one of their pitchers. He's, he's not their ace. Trip Sullivan's their ace, left-handed pitcher, mid-80s. He's got a .3 ERA on the year. He's had three career no-hitters, including one against Stuttgart a couple weeks ago. Then you got Jackson Engel in, in, out, in the outfield. He's another mid-80s arm. Steel Eaves is their sophomore catcher who's just now learning how to pitch. He's 87 to 89 with a really good sinking fastball. And that's not to mention their ace from last year, William Hudson, had he overcame an injury and had his first uh, pitching, had his pitching debut last week, and oh, he had a complete game four hitter. So they're loaded with arms. They have the depth to do it. Uh, the only thing, they're young. So they're, they're the young guys on the block, Valley View, They've got a stud catcher that's a sophomore as well, Lawson Ward. I talked to Coach Matt Snyder earlier today. Could be one of the best defensive catchers, and he would put Lawson up against any catcher in the state, no matter the classification. Uh, they're going to be uh, battling Brooklyn, who went 2-1 and one last week. They played down in Magnolia. 
Uh, Magnolia, who we talked about, they lost to El Dorado in that Magnolia tournament final. Uh, Farmington's another team that's really picking back up. There should be the favorite in that one 4A conference. But, yeah, 4A is going to be really talented, really tough this year because once you get down to it, you got some older, you got some larger teams in, that should be Class 5A in football are playing together. So that dynamic makes for a, a wild postseason. Let's check in with uh, Jim. Jim, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Yo, Jim. Just uh, we'll appreciate what you and Rick do for uh, local sports and everything. I got a question for, for Kevin. Uh, what's his scoop on the Maumelle Hornet baseball team, and, and in particular, uh, Tag Andrews, one of their pitchers? Thank appreciate you. it, Jim. Yeah, Maumelle, they're sitting at 2-0 and in their conference right now. They're 8-3 and overall. They've got a really big doubleheader with Sylvan Hills tonight. That game's going to take place at Mike Brownlee Field here in Sherwood. Tag Andrews is a Razorback commit, um, Jim, and he's a tw- he's a sophomore, mid-80s arm, really good changeup. He's got a really good feel for the strike zone, and that's really what has impressed me so far for such a young guy. And he can throw his pitches at any count. They've got a shortstop, Alan Timmons. He's one you need to watch out for. Really smooth hands, really good feet. Hit a home run the other night. So, uh, Maumel could be the team that pushes Benton for that 5A Central title. Uh, this from our buzz text line. Kevin, do you know why Austin Job is no longer committed to Arkansas? Did they pull the offer? I think it was the fact of he needed to get a little bit more development. Uh, Austin committed as a Razorback early in his high school career. Uh, sometimes the velo just doesn't get to where you need to be or they get some other guys that they weren't expecting to come to campus. Made an arrangement. Crowder is one of the top JUCOs in the nation. They've got some guys up there like Clayton Gray, who was at the University of Arkansas. Houston King, who was at the University of Tennessee. Peyton Holt from Greenwood uh, is up there. And then Dylan Carter, who's a Razorback right now on the pitching staff, came from Crowder. So, uh, with him going to Crowder, he's going to get to be on a national stage, and then he may end up a Razorback here in the uh, next one or two or three years. Let's check in with uh, Navy Mike. Mike, good afternoon. Hello, Randy and Rick and uh, Kevin. Hey, um, hey Mike. I got a comment for you or a question, but real quick, you know, Randy, it was a, it was a great season, the basketball team. Um, exceeded my expectations after starting going three in conference. Sure. But, you know, let's just be honest and up front here. You're not going to keep all those all these guys in this class at Arkansas together. Um, you know, some are going to play more than others. Some guys, some of these guys are going to hit the transfer portal. Oh, you know, sure. I mean, and, and that's just the reality of college basketball right now. Sure. Yeah. You know, and that's as good as the They got a four-star from last year who's entered the transfer yeah, portal. Chance more. It, it happened, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kevin, uh, Clark School has a, you know, they get pretty – pedestrian record right now uh i think they're 500 but um you know after those games they scored double digit runs and they the two of their losses are like by two runs or less so they're more than capable at the plate and you were talking about the 4a um or 5 or 5a and um i just wondered maybe you think like i said they can hit and score obviously the pitching on that team is not the strongest but maybe it could get better as the year goes along and who knows if you can hit you can win games you know, yeah. so I'll just, get, I'll just get you guys comments on that, whatnot, and uh, good talking to you guys again, and have a good evening. Thank you, Thanks, Mike. Mike. 
Yeah, somebody made a comment the other day, if you can hit in high school baseball, you're going to win games. And then you look at somebody like Springdale Harbor who's winning games two to one. So, yeah, if they hit a little bit more, they're going to win ball games. With Clarksville, it's kind of just the opposite. They beat Alma uh, right before spring break, nine to five. They're sitting at five and three on the year. And with the conference that they're in right now, uh, with Moralton and Pottsville, they're Dover, they're in that River Valley Conference. Uh, who's going to jump up? We have Moralton ranked right now. They're seven and zero overall. The conference hasn't started yet, so we we don't know a whole lot about these teams. We know they've been playing up, playing outside of uh, their classification, but so it could be anybody at this point. I really like Moralton right now. Luke Carner's a kid to watch out for them. Subiaco Academy has really been playing good baseball, and then Darnell has Chris Miller, a uh, really good athlete, really good student, guys. He made a 34 on the ACT. He's going to be a, a high college uh, recruit baseball player. I think he's committed to uh, one of the Ivy League schools, if, I, if I'm remembering right, and I'll get that uh, verified here in the next couple of days. So could be wide open right now in that 4-4-A. All right, Kevin, Class 3A, Ashdown sets on top at 10-1, and one, but the team that sets number two, is the team that I think you got to go through if you're going to win the Class 3A, and that's Harding Academy. Yeah, they're finally playing up to their ability. They won the Mayflower Tournament last week. Ashdown was off. Camden Harmony Grove had a great week. They went 3-0 and with the Mike Bowles Classic down in Arkadelphia. Got some, uh, had some really good performances on the mound. Gabe Johnson, a couple other guys hit the – Andrew Taylor hit his first home run of the year. Uh, then you got Walnut Ridge. Russ Martin from Rosebud's a young man. He's a freshman. Had 26 strikeouts in his first 12 innings. Uh, and then Parison Boonville from the River Valley uh, bring up the rear in Class 3A right now. And Woodlawn, by the way, leads Class 2A in the SB Live Super 7.